Welcome to Sierra's Corner. You can find us before, during, and after on Facebook.com and Twitter.com slash Sierra Goddess. Sierra's podcast today has been brought to you by the following. Pamper yourself at Essential Spa of Palm Beach Gardens, $39.95 for a one-hour massage every day. Schedule your appointment now at 561-625-0902. 561-625-0902. From beauty to fashion, give Marilyn Cedar a call at 954-971-6182 or online at youravon.com slash M-C-E-D-E-R. Turn to PB Tax Insurance Group to file your income tax and all your insurance needs from car to homeowner's insurance. Call them at 561-777-4829 today and tell them Sierra sent you. And now... Sierra's Corner. Welcome to Sierra's Corner. Special guest in studio, Sarah Desimore. Hello. A top 20 realtor in the area in Miami. I just actually saw your uh, the ad with you in the top 20. That's so exciting. Tell us a little about what's going on with your real estate and how you got in the top 20. Oh, perfect. Well, thank you. Thank you for checking it out. I was actually really happy when I... When the article came out, the, it's the top 20 realtors on social media, actually. Okay. And a long time ago, um, I got and I understood that social media was going to be really important, no matter what business you're in. And I studied marketing. And one of my first jobs was doing social media for Montreal Fashion Week for designers. Mm. Again, I never knew I would be using it for real estate. And, and I've been doing it and people seem to like it. It seems like social marketing is interchangeable for any business. Yeah, you need to do it because people spend more time on Facebook than they do watching television now. Mm -hmm. They spend more time on Instagram, social media, Twitter, LinkedIn, and all those social media websites, Snapchat. You know, people are there all the time. Whenever they pick up their phone, that's what they're checking. So this is where you want to be. And this is in combination, of course, with regular good old-fashioned networking and stuff like that. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Because then they're going to be like, oh, I saw you on social media. Oh, it's nice to meet you in person. Yep. Yeah. Well, people like storytelling now. They don't just like the perfect post. Like, they like the story. They like the the video that's like raw and unedited. Mm -hmm. unedited. Oh, they have live Facebook now. Exactly. And it helps to sell listings, too. Because you can actually take the Facebook and show a video of the inside of the property. Exactly. Instead of just the outside of the property. Exactly. I mean, it's happened to me a couple of times that I'm visiting a home and I'm taking a quick video of it, you know, on Snapchat or Instagram. And people were like, hey, you know, how much is this house? And it turns out it turned out that the buyer I was with wasn't interested. And I found another potential buyer because of Mm -hmm. social media. You could do like live open houses and stuff like that. Get very creative with it. Exactly. So I think that all of that is really important. So what company are you with at this moment? Okay, I'm with Douglas Elliman Real Estate. Okay, And you focus on Miami, Broward and some of Palm Beach? I'll go to Palm Beach if I really like you. <laughs> <laughs> kind of far for me. Um, I live in Miami. It's easier for me to be in Miami. I'll go to Broward as well if it's people that are very serious, serious buyers. Palm Beach is a, a, over an hour for me. So if people are really serious and this is really what they want, either I can help them or I team up with another realtor to, to help them in a better way. Which is a great thing because if somebody wants help at their fingertips and you can't be there, then you have somebody exactly. on your team that can help. Exactly. I have people, in, I have somebody in West Palm Beach, I have somebody in Broward as well. All right. So the fancy realtor, tell me about that. Um. Okay. You want to know how I got the name? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a fancy realtor.com page. Correct? Exactly. Okay. So when I moved to Miami, I didn't know anybody. 
And now you know everybody. Now. Well, not even, not even. I would go no. to a lot of networking events, and usually my hair is really big, and I dress like I always felt like I overdressed for those networking events, mm-hmm. and I would show up and just you know act like I was like a superstar, <laughs> and then people started calling me the fan. Oh, here comes the fancy realtor. <laughs> and then at one point, I wanted to get like a different Instagram page for my business because mm-hmm. I have a personal one which I only post pictures of my daughter and stuff, but I wanted to get a business Instagram and. I'm like, oh, let me see if like the fancy realtor is available. And it was available. Cool. And I'm like, okay, I just got it. And I swear to God, up to now, I've thought about changing it like a hundred times. Oh my goodness. A hundred times. I'm like, and this is unprofessional. No. <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't always sound professional. But whenever I tell that to people, like people mm-hmm. remember me with it's that catchy. name. Yeah. It's very catchy. And you can, it, it's almost like you can um, make a slogan out of it. Exactly. You know. the, it's always like the fancy realtor with the hair. Because either my hair is really <laughs> poofy or The fancy realtor with the hair. Oh, that's six. Usually a slogan is like five. Oh, really? Five words. Yeah. You're the radio girl. I don't yeah. know that. <laughs> <laughs> so to give a couple of tips about folks that are looking to buy first-time home buyers. They want to upgrade. They want to downsize. What are things to look for right now? I know people get ready to move over the summer. This is a yeah. big season. Yeah, it's pretty huge. So whenever people want to move... The, the first thing I like to ask them is, what's their motivation? Because okay. if you're just kind of like not really wanting to move and not serious and whatnot, not only are you going to waste your time, you're going to waste your family's time, you're going to waste your realtor's time. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, when a buyer is working with a realtor to help them buy the home, the buyer is not paying the realtor. I'm basically working for free until you close on your property. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, if you're really serious about buying a home, Unless you're paying cash, Mm -hmm. like there's some people that have that kind of money, Mm -hmm. but unless you're paying cash, you want to make sure that you get pre-approved for a mortgage. Okay. So you know what you can spend. Exactly. And pre-approved, it's not like, oh, you spoke to like a mortgage guy over the phone and you just gave him figures, you know, out of your head. Mm -hmm. You actually have to send your, you remember, I did that with you. we went through an application and we had to send all kinds of forms and verifications over. Exactly. And then you'll know, because why would you go shopping if you don't know what your budget is? Like you can't go shopping for an eight hundred thousand dollar house when your budget is three hundred and fifty thousand. Exactly, but you have to know that your budget is three hundred and fifty thousand. And even if your budget is three hundred and fifty thousand, where do you want to live? Like there's so much going on with the pre approval. So right now I'm at the point where I wait for people to get the pre approval before I do the consultation. Okay. Because I do compared to a lot of realtors, what makes me different is that I do a really extensive buyer consultation either over the phone or mm-hmm. in person. And we're asked you four pages of questions wow. to make sure that whatever I send you is mm-hmm. really what you're looking for. Because it's important to know, like you said, where you want to live. If you have children, are the school systems good? Exactly. Um, what kind of hospitals are close by? I don't like to live far from a hospital. God forbid there's an emergency. Exactly. You know, and things like that. there's other things that people don't even think about. Like one of the questions I ask people is, do you have any large equipment that needs to be accommodated? Mm. That sounds like a very regular question, but people like, I help an attorney once that was like yeah i'm a dj i have my equipment i'm like what <laughs> he goes i need a garage or like a shed or right. i was like or some I w- people have boats exactly like you never know what people do like in their spare time <laughs> so you know I there's, know a, there's lot a boat pleasure. in this neighborhood somebody has a boat on the side of their house in this neighborhood yeah there's people that are like i need space for a boat mm-hmm. or there's people that are like listen my second job is you know, I do facials for people. I need like a room where I can do like you, you never or know. Or I so. need to be able to park my commercial vehicle in my driveway and not be fined by the HOA. Or exactly. Stuff like that. There's people that don't like to have an mm-hmm. HOA. And right. There's people there is that do want HOAs. And there's people that do want an HOA. So mm-hmm. I ha- it's my job to, to talk about the pro 
pros and cons of both. So for people who don't know, an HOA is when you live in a community that has security and you pay a fee every mm -hmm. month where, you know, to use the common areas. And it's just like kind of like an enclosed community, but, you know, with additional safety, mm -hmm. but you pay for it every month. And you should look at the bylaws of the HOA before you buy and oh make sure God. it's okay with you what you're getting into. I mean, the HOA here is great because they don't really bother us. Yeah. They haven't changed the fee in over 10 years from what I hear from the other neighbors. That's because you don't have the security in front. Usually when you have the security right. front, it's like way more expensive. But they have people riding around yeah, making they sure do. everything's okay, yeah. which is fine. They don't get crazy about the color of your house. Like there's really some strict stipulations with some HOAs. Or there's HOAs, like there's people that don't know that, but there's associations. And I'm telling that to people listening who maybe don't live in Miami and just want to buy an investment property. Mm -hmm. There's some HOAs that either don't allow rentals. Oh, you have or, to live there a year. Exactly. I know I have a property up in West Palm. I had to live there a year before I could rent it out. And then, mind you, the HOA, it means that the community, it's Homeowners Association, it means that the community is this has voted on that. Mm. So don't go and hate your neighbors. And they it. can change the laws at any time. Yeah. I own a property in West Palm, and you're only supposed to be able to rent out 20% of the properties. I'm pretty sure more are rented out at this point. Well, people, well, there's ways to get around it. But they may change but the bylaws at some point saying, you can't rent any of them out. Exactly. You so know, that's because it's like thing. that where my mother is in her 55 and older. She can't rent anything out in her building. That Well, you know, if you're an investor, you want to make sure that, again, that you work with a good realtor that's mm -hmm. going to explain all these things to you. I mean, I have people coming to me and they're letting me know, hey, I found this in that condo. It's super cheap. It's $100,000. And I'm like, do you know why it's $100,000? Because the know? HOA is like $1,000 a month. And no. not just that. Nobody wants to live there right. because you can't rent it out ever. Mm -hmm. There's actually a community in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. When you look at the apartments, you're like, oh my God, those apartments are beautiful. Why are there like 150 of them available on the MLS? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, guess what? You can't rent them out. Oh, so you have to live there. Exactly. And, and then the HOAs could be really high too. Yeah, some of them are like $600 a month and keep in mind that in Miami's a retirement and a vacation city, mm -hmm. right? A lot of people come here, you know, snowbirds from Canada, from New York, they come for six months and mm -hmm. then another six months they leave. Most people want to at least be able to to rent it out during the time mm -hmm. that they're not there. So if you can't do that, there's people that don't care, which is fine. But mm -hmm. if you do want to make money on the long term, mm -hmm. you have to really be careful where you choose to, to invest. You really got to be careful because the last place we lived mm -hmm. before we came to this place, apparently the HOA had gone up to a thousand something a month. My God, for what? Like it's, it's Because like... there were so many vacant properties mm -hmm. that had foreclosed. The roof was all messed up. So they were trying to, you know, compensate for missing monies. Wow. Yeah. That's a huge... So that's really I didn't have important. to pay the HOA because I was renting at that point. Yeah. But, but I felt bad for the landlord. You also have to remember that um, that's why banks, you know, when let's say you buy a condo or a home with an HOA, the bank will verify uh, what's going on if the, the HOA, if the association has reserves because you don't want things like that to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's important because they didn't have any reserves. Now the roof is done. Oh, really? And they need to do the roof. And it's over a million dollars or something to do the roof. So they're they're doubling the HOAs. Wow. Or there, there's places that have an assessment too where they make everyone pay like $30,000 each. 30000 But you can pay like an installment. It's, again, you know, again, the importance of working with a good realtor. Mm -hmm. I'll be the one you know, on the lookout for you I and explain things. next time we don't have an HOA. But the one here yeah. is not so bad. No, yours is fine. You're yeah. not paying much for no, it. No, no. 
You want me to tell you what other people are paying? I know, I know. They're like, <laughs> I think ours is like sixty nine or something. No, Some you're people like are paying two or three hundred. No, there's more expensive, like yeah. the Snapper Creek Village. Mm-hmm. You know the townhome Snapper yeah. Creek. Like the townhomes are really old. It's like five hundred dollars oh a month. I know it's like um, it's three hundred and something for my condo up in West Palm. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. But they do have a guard gate with a person manning it all the time. So one thing that I've noticed though in Miami is that if you want to be in a really good school district, you have to pay more. Exactly. Either yes. you pay more for HOA or the community, or your house is more expensive and the taxes mm-hmm. are more expensive. But there's ways around it. Yeah. You can still buy in other places. Yeah. And you can transfer into the schools if you're willing to drive. But the traffic can be crazy. Oh my God, the traffic in Miami is on another level. But there's ways to get around it because there are schools you can transfer into. Yeah, exactly. You can get more money for your... More yeah. house for your money in other areas. Exactly. Like, there's a lot of people that can that move to Miramar mm-hmm. or that move to Homestead or Cutler Bay because it's cheaper. And the way that Miami is made, as long as you're by the turnpike, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Because you could live, like, closer to the school and it'll take you as much time to get there than if you live further away and got on the turnpike. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, because the traffic is crazy. Yeah, definitely. So, top 10 things to look at. Because I know I went on such a journey with you mm-hmm. when we were looking for a house. Okay. And there's some crazy things you encounter as you're going into these homes. So, you mean top 10 things to look at at home, like when you're buying a home? To be aware of, yes. Okay, so the first thing to be aware of, mm-hmm. and if that's not even considering the home, it's to be aware of who, like what you can afford. Okay. And you have to be aware of what you want. Okay. So that's, I would say that's number one because I can show you the nicest houses, the nicest things. If you don't know what you want, if I don't know what you want, we're just going to, it's just not going to work out. Now, when you walk in, what should you be looking for? Should you be looking at the walls, the ceiling, the roof? Okay. So the first thing you should look at is the year that the house was built. Okay. Okay. Um, older houses, you might want to ask more questions, Mm -hmm. right? For example, the roof and things like that because sometimes when a house is really old things that are wrong with it might not be seen to the eye so mm-hmm. basically when you buy a home you're gonna have a seven to four to 15 day inspection period okay or even you know less than that it could be five days or whatnot but just in general it's seven to 14 days mm-hmm. so you're gonna have to do the inspection but when you're looking at it so one of the things you need to look at is just the year that it was built. Mm-hmm. Another thing you need to look at is the location. Okay. Um, as realtors, we're not really allowed to to use terms to to describe the location. But one thing I like to tell people is that let's go there during the day mm-hmm. and to see you know what it's like you know who's outside during the day, what's going on, mm-hmm. and then if you really like the house, drive around at night. Okay. So number one. So that's but, like doing research pretty much. Exactly. Well, research, but you want to make sure that, because during the day it might seem fine. And then at night mm-hmm. when you drive, you're like, oh, okay, that's not happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So the location is really important because people are com- comfortable in different settings. Another thing you need to look out for is the community. So the community, it comes like the same thing as the location and neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Do you like the community? Do you like the amenities? Do you like where you would potentially be living for, I don't know, five to ten years? You can't really pick your neighbors, unfortunately. But I don't know. Can you no. walk around and knock on doors and say hi to people? You can. <laughs> but what I do, like, it happened to me a couple of times. Like, if I see the neighbor outside, I ask them questions. Okay. Like, hey, how do you like living there? And they'll give you... And get a sense of if the neighbor's okay, too. Yeah. Because we had a house a while back in another area, and the neighbors were not okay. We didn't know until... What do you we mean, not there. okay? They were weird. 
Like how weird. Strange. Like one guy had a um, motorcycle in his living room. Okay. And the other guy, I don't know, he was just odd. He was always in his garage. Huh. One That was one side and then that was the other side. At least they weren't like collecting snakes or something, you know? Oh, or... I had one of those. With, like, <laughs> where I lived in my condo, the guy downstairs has snakes. Oh, all wonderful. Desk, so, yeah. Yeah, so, so you can't pick your neighbors, No, you can't. But you can pick your neighborhood. You yes. know what makes you comfortable, what doesn't make you comfortable. Another thing you need to look out for when you enter a home... Um, and you can testify to that. Mm-hmm. Look to see if there's any smells. Oh, yeah. We smelled. That's a good key. Do you thing remember? Can, yes. It smelled like rotten eggs, which means and that there's what? Chinese, Chinese drywall. drywall. Yes. Exactly. Yep. So smells, it could be either that or you can smell mold sometimes. Mm-hmm. You can smell the mold. Remember? Oh, yeah. Uh, you had a rental at one point that had mold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had a house with mold, too. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Mold so, is, is very rampant in South Florida, too. So you have to be aware of that. So smells are really, really good. And then the first thing that you, well, I don't know if you remember when you were looking at homes with me, I'm always like, so when I'm, whenever I'm looking at homes with people, I'm like kind of like rushing through every room, Mm -hmm. like before the buyers, I just kind of like go really quickly to make sure that there is no surprises. Yes. (laughs) Or another, like the, I am always like, I go through every room and I quickly look at the ceilings to see if there's any leaks. Okay. Because we're in Florida. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. In Florida, there's a lot of leaks, unfortunately, because of the climate, because of the hurricanes and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I'm always going through every room to make sure that there's yeah, no... did you find a lot of problems after Hurricane Irma? Um, yes, but people got, got them fixed pretty quickly. And when you were like, but you were taking people to look to buy, did you see things? No, None. not that much. Well, I did, but whenever we would see things, we knew it was going to be fixed soon, Okay. right? Because let's say you go out and you, your pool is covered, mm-hmm. right? There's um. why am I losing the, the word? Screening? Yeah, there's a okay. screening and there, it's like broken. Mm-hmm. It happened to everyone. It happened to me at my house too, mm-hmm. right? You know, I saw these things, but I knew that it could be fixed. So if you find a house that has like a problem and you really like you know you can always ask the seller to give your credit or to fix it before you move it or there was a lot of houses that had roof damage and water got in and when i tell you that i um go through every room i don't just look for leaks but when the house is vacant i've yeah. already like it's it happened to me more than once where there was like a squatter in the okay yeah okay i just want to make sure that there's nobody in the home <laughs> yeah usually when well, they have a lockbox it's harder to have a squatter though isn't no, it no no it's because not all lockboxes are electronic um, okay yeah actually the two And if a window gets left open or something, they can climb in a window or something. Exactly. And, you know, I've had, you know, I've seen people living in empty houses. And then do you find that you're dealing more with empty houses that you're showing or houses that people are living? It's really 50-50. Because people were living in this house before we purchased. Yeah, it's really 50-50 because there's people that, and to be honest with you, it's usually easier to sell a house when it's empty. Yeah. Okay. Because you can get in and do your inspection. And then people don't feel, especially when the owners are in the home, let's say while you're visiting, it's just a little bit awkward like you're not looking at things the same way Mm -hmm. but when the house is empty you can take your time you can look at things stay longer you're more comfortable so I would say it's 50 50 so I rush to every room I make sure that everything is you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) that everything is okay another thing to look out for and no you know what I'm not going to talk about what to look for but don't mind like paint color that's easy quick fix exactly like if you don't like the paint color I mean it's not the end of the world Mm -hmm. and even depending on your budget like there's people that if the bathrooms are not nice, let's say you, you buy a house, you're mm-hmm. ready to buy a house and you're willing to do some renovations. Mm-hmm. I always tell people where you're going to spend the most time. Usually it's the kitchen mm-hmm. and usually it's the living room. Mm-hmm. So people want floors. So if you see that the bathrooms are a little bit older, mm-hmm. I usually tell people, guys, don't freak out. Like a bathroom is really cheap to fix in the future in the long run. Mm-hmm. So you can always go back and 
fix it because you don't see the bathroom every day. Like right. you see it, but not when you enter the home. Mm-hmm. So look at where you're going to spend the most time with and look at those rooms. Mm-hmm. Another thing I like to look out for, and that's really, really important in Florida when you're visiting a home, look to see if there's impact windows mm. or hurricane shutters. And we're missing that here. No, you don't have shutters? <laughs> no. Oh, you put the wood panels? No. I suggest... We just stuck it out with no shutters and no panels. You didn't You didn't have a panic attack? And we were, well, we had a crack in the window, but we were very fortunate there was people that were much worse. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Because um, one thing that I like to tell people is that, if again, if you do have the budget, let's say you find a home, there's no shutters and there's no uh, panels or whatnot, mm-hmm. and you have the money for it, I'll usually tell people, if you can... Get impact windows. Get hurricane impact windows. Not only is it a huge peace of mind when there's a hurricane that's going to come, because we do have hurricane season in Florida Mm -hmm. in uh, around September, can get really bad. Mm -hmm. Not only does it give you peace of mind, but they're also Mm anti-theft. So people cannot break them. You can't open those. You can't break them. I I actually saw a window, a hurricane proof, and tried... Someone tried to shoot at it, oh. and the bullet didn't go through. Because it's like double or triple glass. And exa- or it didn't go through. It didn't wow. go through. You saw that it was shot at. So for you, especially if you have children, the peace of mind that it gives you mm-hmm. is just like you can't compare that to anything else. Wow. And on top of that, even for your insurance, they do consider that mm-hmm. because of the anti-theft properties. Mm-hmm. And another thing that it does, it blocks off noise completely. Wow. Have you ever been to one of those condos downtown where there's hurricane windows? Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, in Brick or downtown Miami, when you go to a condo, there's a lot of construction going on. So when you open the door, you hear ah, you hear all the construction noise. Mm-hmm. When you close it, you don't hear anything. Wow. It blocks off noise completely. Not that we have a lot of noise in this neighborhood, but... Yeah, but, you know, so depending on where you live, or even mm-hmm. it's really good to just have a peaceful home. You never know who's going to do some work outside or whatever. True. I know, yeah, when they're just buzzing around doing the prop, you know, the lawn or whatever. Exactly, yeah. like early on a Saturday yeah. morning, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's always good to have hurricane impact windows. If you can't afford that yet, I always suggest getting accordion shutters. Which is the ones that you pull closed by yourself. Exactly. Because the other ones I don't have. Which I don't have. I have the panels like it was so bad even after my god it was a nightmare even after the hurricane I kept them on for like a week and a half because I was like, oh, I don't want to take them off. You know, it's annoying. The folks behind us, yeah, have them on the back part of the house, the ones that you tap in. They still have. They've it. been there since 2016. I totally get where they're and coming from. It's on the second floor, you know. Yeah. But that's the thing. Or even let's say you get okay, you want again budget wise, right? Mm-hmm. You want to get you can't afford accordion shutters everywhere. At least get accordion shutters upstairs. upstairs. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. that's what we were thinking. Yeah. yeah, it's a great investment. It's peace of mind. Mm-hmm. You can do them from inside too. Exactly. So. Exactly. I'm trying to think what else to look out for when you're visiting a home. There's so much. Mm. My God, there's a lot to look out for. Oh, one thing to look out for when you're visiting a home. Maybe it's me because I live in Miami and I'm a realtor, but look at if like an addition to the home looks illegal. Oh, yeah, because if it's not blueprinted is that the word it's not just well yeah if there's if it was done like without permits like a lot of times you can see it Mm -hmm. so let's say you get to a house and like the mls or the description said it's a three bedroom two bathrooms Mm -hmm. you're getting there and it's like a five bedroom but then which is what we rented (laughs) right it's like a five bedroom but like the two other bedrooms look like it was like a piece of the house that was added and Mm -hmm. then you have to like Usually you have to like step down one, you know, one stair to go there. Like the f- it's just uneven and it doesn't look fully finished and mm-hmm. everything. That's something that's really important to think about because if it looks like it's a five bedroom and the 
the addition is illegal, mm-hmm. then the bank is not going to appraise it as a five bedroom. It's going to look at it as a three bedroom. Which... And you're going to have trouble selling when you go to sell. Exactly. Or if there's no permits for it in Miami, you have to get a permit for like mm-hmm. everything that oh, you want to do. I have a neighbor across the way yeah. decided to replace their kitchen window and didn't get a permit and a got kitchen. fined $25,000. $25, guys, that's a down payment for a house. Yeah. Like you can buy an investment property with mm-hmm. $25,000. Like, do you want to pay the city of Miami? Or do a you permit wanna... is like 500 Just pay for the permit. Exactly. You know? Whatever it is that you want to do at your house, make sure that you go with a general contractor, mm-hmm. not Jose, Jose de la Menendez or whatever that doesn't yeah. have papers <laughs> yeah. that says he's going to do it to you for you for $25. Like, get a general, a licensed, a licensed and insured general contractor that's going to get the permits for And it. there's plenty of ways to research it at this point because we have the internet. So exactly. we can go on the internet and we can look them up and... And another thing that I have, I have a really good list of people that I like, that I work. So whatever it is that people need, whether it's a contractor, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's a plumber, whatever it is, you know, I can, I can hook you up. Like, I'll let you know. And it's because you get with. one of those like um, home warranties. Yeah, you can the get The very start of the, you know, when you first purchase, because you get a little bit of a discount. Yeah, 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 yeah. So mm-hmm. you, you can get that. Some homes warranties are transferred, but that, that would be a whole other podcast because there's so much that you can do with it. <laughs> we can always talk about that another time. Exactly. But let folks know where they can reach out to you yeah. if they want to have help, if they are looking for property in Miami or for they sure. even have questions and they want to so, check out the fancy realtor. So for sure, we only spoke about buyers, but I do help a lot of people sell their home. Mm-hmm. It happens to me a lot that I'll help the, the people sell their home. And once it's under contract, I have to find them another home. Oh, geez. So and that's a quick thing. It's a quick thing, but again, because of my process, the way that I work and the way that I like to to deal with people, my consultation and everything, Mm -hmm. everything is so much smoother because I already know what you're looking for or where. So it's easy for me to to find you a home. Like it happened to me that I sold someone's home on a Tuesday. Like what sold? I mean, we got offers on a Tuesday Mm -hmm. and then by the Friday I had our, he was already under contract for his new home. Now does the money transfer from one house to the other? How does that work? Yeah. So you try to do closings either at the same time or like a day apart or whatnot. And then you try to use the same people to do the closing. So then the money from the sale of your house stays there. To be transferred over to the new house. Okay. And there's other processes that you can use if you need to, like bridge loans and stuff like that. Yeah, there's a lot of things you can do. Like you can get a mini mortgage and pay it off. Like there's so many things you can do. But again, that's like the consultation. I'll Mm -hmm. be able to help you with that, to help anybody with that. So I can help people sell their home. I can help people buy a home. And I also help tenants, people that want to rent out. Okay. And also people that want that want to purchase an investment property. I do that too. Okay. I don't really do commercial, but one of my business partners does a lot of commercial. Okay. Commercial so, is something that's a little bit deeper that you have to dig for, right? Yeah. They take like, a long time. To... It, it takes a long time. Plus the lease is like longer. It's like a whole other thing. So if people want to reach me, I'm everywhere. I'm on Instagram and my website. Uh, my website is thefancyrealtor.com. Okay. And my website is www.thefancyrealtor.com. Okay. And on Facebook, you can look for me, Sarah Desamore, Miami Real Estate. Okay. But if you go on my Instagram page, The Fancy Realtor, you'll get links of like everything, every website. I have a YouTube channel too. Oh, cool. The Fancy Realtor. Want, want to give out your phone number? Yeah, for sure. Okay. 305-433-1639. So 305-433-1639. I have an reach. amazing memory. Wow. Sarah Desamore. I love doing radio for 20 years. <laughs> so. 
I look at something and I read it cold. Wow, you're really yeah. good. I yeah. already forgot my own phone number. <laughs> <laughs> but I want them to be able to like pick up the phone. Oh my God, I just heard you. I need to ask you a question while it's on my mind. Well, I have you, know? you here. You were my client. How was it like working with me? I think it's amazing working with you oh, because you. what I liked about you was, and I've worked with other realtors. Yeah. You didn't push me. You didn't say, oh, you got to get this. You got to get that. Yeah. You were like, Wh- whatever you want. Yeah. Is what I want for you. Yeah, for sure. You know, you didn't push me into this or push me into that. Because I'm not going to, I'm not going to, the one that's going to live in the house, you are. <laughs> right. And then that's the thing. It's like, you want to give good customer service so that your customers come back. You don't want a yeah. bad review. Exactly. And you've had amazing reviews in the top 20 um, social media real yeah. estate agents. So thank you so much You're for having welcome. me. Thank I appreciate it. Again, check out the fancy realtor.com, Sarah Desimore. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Bye bye. Corner. Check into Facebook and Twitter.com slash Sierra Goddess for the next episode of Sierra's Corner podcast.